Hey guys, welcome to What A Waste Podcast, where we waste an hour of your time so you don't have to, because you clicked on us. It's yeah. your fault. It's your fault. You should feel guilty. Feel Honestly. guilty for it. Feel bad. Kinkate, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do that? Do what? Kinkate. I don't know what it is. It was like my mom telling me to essentially like face the wall and like get on my knees. Oh, no, no. Yeah, you would like have to get on your knees and then like face the wall. <gasps> and essentially, I guess the whole point was that like your knees hurt. My knees would hurt real bad because we would. Yeah. No. Am I the only one? one? That's just you. <laughs> just Are you like, okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay. It wasn't that bad. Oh my God. So if you guys are listening to this. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So. Today's conversation, we're going to speak about gender. Fun topic. Fun, amazing topic. We're going to lighten up the mood of this holiday, the national holiday. The national national holiday. I think it would be appropriate to go around and say how you identify us in your pronouns. Yeah. So, Brian, would you like to begin? Are we going to do gender plus sexual orientation or... Just gender. I mean, if they, if they could do one or the other, or we could do both. We could do both. Honestly, we're gonna do both yeah, because we're probably gonna lead into it's sexual orientation. It's like they're obviously we're not saying that sexual orientation and gender are the same thing. They're obviously but, two different things. Yeah, but they but, do kind of go hand in hand in the same community. Yeah, per se. So. So I guess both your identification and your sexual orientation, if you want. Yeah. Okay, so I am cis, male, him he. Bisexual. Oh, uh, we have a talking stick now. Um, I am. Uh, Wait, we never introduced ourselves. Ooh. We never said our names. By now, they already listened to this, so. That's fair. So you, you already okay. Wait, so what? Honestly, uh, they should have listened to the first three episodes. So yeah, at this point. It's fine. Um, I am a transgender man. I go by he, him pronouns, and I am asexual and biromantic. So, I am a cisgender woman. I go by she, her, and my sexuality is pansexual. Actually, I didn't know you were asexual, babe. I came out like two years ago. Or around the, no, I, it was a whole thing. We'll talk about it. Was that. Like a whole thing. It was a whole thing. We'll, talk, we'll get we'll, we'll get we'll, into we'll it. We'll dive into that. But yes, that is that is a we have a diverse group here. We do cis folk. We have no heterosexuals in this room. No heterosexuals. <laughs> no in my heterosexual. House. I feel like because like for some time I was just like, I think Dave is like straight, but also I don't know if he's straight. I I've struggled with my um oh. The passing sex. Yeah, passing sex. Um, I've struggled with my uh, sexual orientation for years, and I still do. At this point now, I've just, I just say I'm bi, but I don't know. I, I really don't know. I've, I've always said I was straight, um, but then nearly almost everyone I speak to is male, so it's it's a little bit, it's a little bit confusing. So I, I've always just said, you know what? I'm I'm gonna present myself as bi, but I still have questions on that but I'm not it, you know I mean it was like a turmoil of events that just if I go too deep into it I, I spiral so we're just gonna keep it to vibe there you go all right so Brian would you like to start off 
actually. Um, let's start off with what. That's a good question. So, actually. um, what? Gender. What is? Oh, my opinion about gender. What is gender? your opinion about gender? Is it a, is it a social construct? Um, stuff like that. No labels, kind of person. What, what kind of person are you in terms of gender? For me, I'm still with the no labels. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, um, because I'm not gonna say it. Just remind everybody, this is my opinion. So don't don't come at me. <laughs> don't come at me. It's okay. Um, I still stand by it a little bit, but I'm still open-minded for people to school me on this topic. Um, because I know how like people are. Some people are gender fluid and stuff like that, and they're like they're up in the spectrum of male and female. I'm like. Okay, so they're like one day I feel more feminine, one day I feel more masculine. I think at the end of the day, there's, you're still going to feel a little bit more feminine and masculine. Yeah. I was like, I don't really care what you um, what you want to be, what you want to do. But at the end of the day, there's still like femininity and masculinity. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Anybody else want to go next? Uh, I'll go. Oh God! Uh, the the gender topic has always led either into open mind, respectful boundaries, or just simply arguing and kind of like restating the same thing over and over again. I've had so many um, conversations like this, but um, in terms of gender, um, oh God, I there's a lot of things uh, more opening up, a lot of more awareness, and I think that's great. Um, I, I think, um, personally for me, I went through a series of a lot of growth in terms of my opinions on gender and I think also versus myself. So how do I go about this? Um, in terms of myself, I used to be very conservative in terms like, not that I had like hated myself, but I, I was super conservative with like, uh, you know, guys can't wear makeup and things like that. Um, and more importantly with myself, I think for years I identified as a cis man instead of trans. There was like some sort of like weird internalized stuff there. And just because all my life I never met anyone else trans, I was always the trans person growing up. So in high school meeting more people who were of the, like, of the spectrum, I was like, I don't identify with you. Not because I, I dislike the community, but it was just something that I never was opened up to until recently. And uh, I think now that the people who I've, been, who I've spoke to in the past or just romantic things that I was in, they've taught me a lot about that. So I think in terms of my opinions, th- there's terms now that I know. And I definitely say that I'm more transmed. And we'll, we'll go into terms like that. So this is for like the, the trans community terms. So I'm, I'm still pretty new to this stuff. But as far as I know, there's uh, people who believe that um, in order to be trans, you have to have dysphoria. And others believe, oh, you don't need dysphoria. But then there's a whole umbrella thing going on there. But um, it's so so different to describe. Yeah. I'll just pass it along. I'm going to ramble on. All right. So for me. Personally, obviously, again, this is 
very much opinion based. I personally feel like gender is more of like a constructive thing, mostly because of the fact that how it's less about gender as a whole and more along the lines of what gender means, like just in society. Because gender doesn't exactly mean what, like it's never meant what you're born with. It's more along the lines of like what people see you as and what's expected of you. It's kind of silly that we expect specific stuff from people based off of how they were born or based off of like what they've been born with or based off of what we see just like forefront. Like that to me was always like, like that's it's kind of weird. Obviously I can't speak much when it comes to gender in the first place because I am cisgender. I've never struggled with something like that. But I also personally believe that it's one of those things that sure I can sit here and say just like I don't believe gender exists because it is it it is in a sense something that was constructed because it wasn't around the whole time if that makes sense like for example how do I put it like it's how do I put this the best way I can describe it is that it's like it's not oh my god it's I was about to say it's not a natural thing but I feel like that sounds wrong but more along the lines of like, it's something that we as humans have kind of come up with in one way or another, like based off of like, sex, not sexuality, based off of like genitalia, which even then already is a little bit just like, that's kind of a weird thing to base it off of just because like, even, even what you're born with genitalia wise is like, there's like, apparently from what I've heard of, it's like five different things because intersex people exist. Yeah. So I have um, a question for you, actually. It's really just a response yeah. for um, what you said about intersex people. Yeah. And is that, um, I personally don't believe that people who are intersex belong in the, in the community because it's more of a health condition. It's more of like a, um, you know, something that happens to you at birth. Yeah. I, I don't know if you find that to be, I don't know, I, I mean, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that's what I was like, I was a bit off, and I want to know if that's something that you meant to say, or like... Well, it was more along the lines of like... Well, because as far as I know, intersex people... Like, I, I found out about it pretty recently. Yeah. I don't know much about it. I just know that intersex people exist. Yeah. So I was more on the lines of like trying to say just like... It's kind of silly to hold like essentially just like gender in such a high standard of what you expect people to be when like how do i put it when it's even in the natural world bodies don't work like that you yeah. know what i mean okay like that's what i was trying to say yeah like it's very weird to keep it a clear cut quote unquote like black or one white. or the other yeah when in reality there's a bunch of stuff going on all at the same time right like that's what i was trying to say yeah, I'm gonna bring up that topic a bit later. Yes. So I was gonna ask Steve. Oh yes. Um, as of now, because you're more a little bit more aware of your gender. Oh yes. Um, because you're a trans man. Yes. What, you can um, can you consider yourself a cisgender? This is more education on me because I didn't know about it. Because more, some people are like because you're already fully transitioned, you can call yourself. This oh, oh, man. Right, right, right. Um, so I think I personally, when after my transitions, um, 
because I came out, I guess, like late middle school, like I think by the end of seventh grade, I was probably already out. So I've been out for maybe five, six years, I think. And personally for me, I think because of how I grew up really conservative about all this stuff, um, I don't find myself introducing me as I'm a trans man um, once I've done all my transitions. And that's my own personal choice. I know other trans people in my life who, and they're, um, when they're much older, they're still going to refer to themselves as a trans person. I think it's, it's up to them because I personally wouldn't refer to myself as a trans man in the future after everything because it's not that trans men are less than men because of course, you know, me and they are men. But I think in my own personal experience, it would be, it would always be like a slam to the face if after everything that I personally went through, I would just still put in that title of trans man. Um, but I know that for others, instead of it being a slam door, it's almost like, you know what, I take pride in this title because it is who I am. And I think that's all up to opinion and just based on who is the person. But personally for me, um, just identifying that I am, how do I describe it? Not like unnaturally a man, but I'm not biologically man. I'm not a biological man. It's, uh, it's just kind of like a little, little pinch little pinch of like oof ouch. Yeah. that's just personally for me but anybody who identifies as trans that's up to them if they want to carry on that title or not um okay then i'm gonna go back to about the intersex conversation yes um i literally forgot the question but <laughs> um okay it was something about intersex and then i had a question but i totally forgot yeah um, Take time, Ryan. Give me a second. Yeah, so intersex. <laughs> yeah, intersex. I don't know. I, um, I'm briefly new to the, the whole yeah. thing as well. All I know is that I wouldn't really tie that in. It like that obviously ties into gender in some way, of course. Of course. Um, but in terms of like the community, I don't think that fits in just because it's more medical. It's more. Yeah. I don't know how to put it because if I make it sound like, well, you know, they were born like that, and it's like, well, so was everybody else who was yeah. gay. And I think what you're tr like, what you're trying to say is, is that it's how do I put it? Because it's um, I don't. It's I don't more know of like uh, <laughs> I don't know my medical terms. Mutation. I don't know something. Something oh. happened where. Um, where it's like it's some um, like it's a mix of one thing or the other, just based off of like your genetics. Yeah. Something. something happened with your genetics. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. That yeah. It caused yeah. for that to happen, and I don't. So I don't, like you're not sure if it's I'm a, not sure, if yeah. it's a whole like LGBT I, thing. That's why I don't I don't see it as an LGBT thing unless that person themselves were like you know what like uh, I know Lady Gaga for instance, uh, she. <laughs> she um, was intersex and obviously she had surgery to remove that. Or maybe I'm saying a false rumor. I don't know. That's completely possible, but at the same time, apparently it's pretty common for like surgery to happen. Yeah, yeah. But and essentially I'm, like alter it to one side or the other. Yeah, it's, like, the best it's, way it's true that she had it because I, I, I remember that yeah. really brief thing about her, but that might not be correct. But if that is true, I'm using her as an example. Um, like, and she's farewell into the community, and I'm not, I don't think, 
because of like her sexual orientation or because of the intersex, but because of her own personal involvement. I think yeah. it entirely depends on the person who is intersex and, you know, of course, how their life goes and see which way they go. Um, but I don't think that them being intersex made that dependent. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because, like, again, take what I'm saying with, like, a grain of salt yeah. because, as, again, it's completely new. Like, I have, I have no idea what like what's what essentially because it's um, obviously i'm still learning so i can't really say much since i don't fully understand it but as far as i know it's more along the lines of like intersex people are like a part of the community because it's essentially like the it's them like taking hold of the fact that they're intersex yeah and the fact that they were born like that yeah because let's be completely fair society doesn't like it whenever something is not as clear-cut as it should be it's like yeah. to the point for as much as i understand that doctors will sometimes do the surgery without the parents knowledge or some again take what i'm saying with a grain of salt but that's what i've heard yeah or more along the lines of like you're intersex you were born intersex and some people who were born intersex had the surgery before they were born or not before they were born but like very soon after they were born and to them it was like something that made them feel uncomfortable or it felt like they were invaded in some way yeah as far as i understand it so i guess it's like something like that i don't think that's what intersex is no 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 no. not that intersex is that but more like that's the that's as far as i know that's the experience of somebody who is intersex sometimes like that's what they experience afterwards you know what i mean can you explain more on that because i the only i'm getting out of this is like because they want, no, not if they wanted to, it's just that they had surgery because if they wanted to be intersex. I don't know what no, you're no, saying no. On, based on that. No, what I was trying to say is that it's not that they had surgery to be intersex. That's not what I'm saying at all. But people who are born intersex, again, they're born with, um, essentially, in the broader term, they're both with, they're born with both genitalia. Yeah, that's what it is. And as far as I understand, because they're babies and doctors be doctors, the doctors will or sometimes the parents will consent to a surgery being done to essentially either close up one or cut off the other and essentially to only have one and to a lot of people who are intersex as far as i know they they don't like the fact that they had a surgery so big like that oh okay. like without their consent you know I what i mean because yeah, yeah. it's almost like the doctors are deciding the doctors are deciding or like your parents are deciding and it's like it's uh i guess like to some people it's a lot that goes on internally i'm 100 percent sure yeah because there is definitely a lot of like psychological stuff oh yeah for sure beside that and it's like because what could have been if i had what could have been yeah. what could like because or even like hormone wise or something else right. like maybe there's some stuff that's like like again take what i'm saying with a grain of salt because i uh, like i don't like, I'm, it, this is all assumption that I'm making. Yeah. But, like, maybe it's something like maybe you have more testosterone, like you're growing it. Like, maybe you're growing right. a beard, or maybe you have more hair, or yeah. something essentially is going on and something doesn't feel right. Right. Which I feel like is pretty natural because humans as a whole are pretty in tune with themselves enough where they understand that. Yeah. Like, something along those lines. Like, that's what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Should we continue on with the gender, or should we go into the sexual orientation? I don't know, because you guys want to have more conversation. Or do you want to talk more about it? Because I, because uh, it's literally it's, just because I don't know what else to say. It's a giant like topic, but there's just 
what about it? Like, which part of it? Like, what do we talk Which about? part of gender are we going into? Because there's, there's, um, there's pronouns that's under that. You yeah. know, how we use pronouns. And, you know, a lot of people believe, I personally believe that, you know, pronouns are being used, like, well, it's that's for comfort. Yeah. And um, I don't think labels are for comfort. I think labels are for, you know, that's how you truly identify. Like, you know, he, him, lesbians, that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you've heard of that, which I don't personally find valid. But I'm not Again, lesbian, personally. but I'm not. As far as, yeah. as far as I understand it, well, from what I've heard, again. Yes. From what you Literally heard. know nothing. <laughs> it's more all assumption. As far as I know, from what I heard, the he, him, lesbian thing, because I didn't understand it either. Yeah. I thought it was kind of like the same idea as like straight dudes being like, I'm a lesbian because I like pussy. You know what I mean? Yeah. From what I understand it, it's literally just that there are some lesbians that don't identify as trans, but they feel more comfortable with, with he, him pronouns. Because, yeah. And yeah. that's all that it really is. As far as I know, that's all that it really is. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I know some um, lesbians. Uh, not know them personally. They're more like influencers. influencers. Like, um, essentially the like, people you watch. Yeah. yeah. Um, they don't use the he, him pronouns. They use they, them pronouns. Oh, yeah. Yes. Is that more, do you think that's a little bit more sensible or do you think that's a little bit more correct or do you think that um, either way it's, um, it's more respected to the person? I feel like whenever it comes to that, it really is just more of what that person prefers. Like there is, like to be completely fair, there is no correct pronoun to use because it'll it'll differentiate depending on the person each person is going to be comfortable with one thing or another and it's more along the lines of just like be respectful and just use whatever it is that they ask you to use because that makes them comfortable and it's just i feel i personally feel like it just like even if you like for example even if you don't understand it like like for example like people who like will purposely use a different pronoun for the sake of making somebody feel uncomfortable or because they don't understand it yeah i feel like it really is just as simple as just like be as like sensitive as you can ask questions if you would like and just use the pronouns that somebody asked you to use mostly because like that's just the person whatever makes them comfortable like like there is no need to make somebody not feel comfortable with themselves i guess is the way to put it yeah no i i personally i completely get that um you know at some point, there's things that, um, not that there's a limit, yeah. But oh, not yeah, not that there's a limit. But I, I personally don't really have that belief of that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't respect people, and of course, if you don't understand it, you know, they're not that they're obligated to tell you, oh, this is my identity. But yeah. in one way, if if you have um, a unique pronoun or a unique kind of gender, not that you're obligated, but in a sense. You're gonna expect to have questions, yeah. And um, I don't know. I it's you know, like I said, I personally don't understand he him lesbians. He him lesbians. As far as I'm aware, um, there's many reasons. Well, there's one that you've mentioned. Yeah. Uh, the second, I like that um, they bring this up. Of it was a survival tactic back in what time where lesbians would use he him to pass as men for the safety. That was another reason, but you know we're not in that time, and unless you were in that situation, okay, I guess. But um, another thing was, um, you know, he him lesbian saying he him doesn't mean I'm a man. It just means that I prefer more masculine terms, and 
I there I, I guess I have such a disagree with micro labeling like that. I personally feel like that almost invalidates trans people itself because if you're if you're pick and choosing like, you know what, I want this pronoun this because it makes me comfortable, then those who legitimately not suffer, like, oh god, trans people suffer, but it's more of a struggle for other yeah. people to truly come out and be taken seriously when yeah. um those who have used the pronoun because they feel that's temporarily comfortable. Yeah. Um, but in that sense, I've never met anyone like that who's given me any other um, yeah, opinion. And as far as I know, I don't come across that as often. It's very new, mm -hmm. as far as I know. So I don't understand it. I don't agree with it. But I've never had that conversation with someone where I can respect that person. And I'm not like, oh, I don't respect them. But in a sense of like, there isn't a he him was mean that I know that I could talk to them. Yeah. Re like respect them right then and there. Because yeah. I don't have, uh, oh my god, I don't it's have any respect. It's starting to sound like you just don't respect them because they're human lesbians. I think no. you're trying to say that like. You don't have the proper education at all. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not necessarily that you wouldn't respect them. Yeah, it's just I'm not really, I don't really understand. understand it. And yeah. to me, it just sounds very invalidating. So that's why I'm like, I need someone. Educate me because uh, that's, I don't know, I just don't really agree with it. Um, yeah. People on listening to this, send us a DM <laughs> explaining this. Yeah, if you're thing. a he-him lesbian who's listening in, like, tell us, like, what 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 it is. <laughs> like, yeah. why, why do you use he-him? Like, was it, it, what is it to you? Because, again, it's some, even to me, it's something that's yeah. completely new. It's just that, for me, whenever it comes to somebody coming up to me and it's like, Oh, these are the pronouns that I use. Usually, I just use it without any questions. Yeah. Because it's essentially the for me, it's essentially the idea of just like maybe they're trying to just kind of test out different things that make themselves comfortable yeah. and trying to figure themselves out in the process. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just like I don't I don't know what it is that's going through your head. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna make you feel worse for it. Like that's essentially yeah. what my like not saying that you're like making anyone no, feel no, worse. No, no, yeah, but that's but more like you. That's yeah, like to me, work. it's just like well, I don't want to make anyone feel bad. So like I might as well because you never know. Right. Essentially. Right. It's like the best way I can describe it is like this is gonna go completely off topic, but like when my dad was like, oh, don't give money to the homeless because sometimes they use it for drugs, and it was like I mean sure but you're not gonna know so might as well just like if you have it like give them like something that you can give them like that's essentially the way i kind of think oh, i think personally where, yeah. where it's essentially just kind of goes into like i don't know what someone's going through i don't know what's going through their head so i'm just gonna try and be like just as le the least of an asshole as i can yeah in the in my own regard. okay i have a question for you guys yeah um but I, for me, I don't, again, please someone educate me on this topic. Um, what is your opinion, or what do you, you how do you define the Z, I, or Z? I oh, neo-pronouns. Yeah, oh, neo-pronouns. Yeah. What are those? How do you define that? Oh, yeah. Um, so I have no idea. Oh, okay, <laughs> That's I got the best you. I can say. Um, oh, God, I'm going to, like, see... There's such a big, big, big argument in a lot of like ident identities, and I think it just weirdly it handshakes the um, trans community. Oh God, I I've never met anyone with neo pronouns. I personally don't think that's valid. I think that's micro labeling, and it it takes away. It's just so specific. 
um, to the point where they're completely, I don't know, like Z-Zen. It's just, I I know that um, I use they-them for people who are non-binary, but it, it, these are the same people that will go on and say, well, I also use emojis as pronouns, and I'm autist, autism gender. And it's, it's really, it just, it opens up something that doesn't need to be opened up. I think with this, it's like this big box that already people are trying to understand. And then you have all these little mini plastic packages. And there's so many packages that it's like, it's such a waste of um, uh, resource. And if that's for comfort, and if that's for, you know, your, I don't understand where that dysphoria would come from for you to use those pronouns. But if that's what it is, and I guess that's what it is, but I personally just don't agree with neo-pronouns like it, there's so much negative attention to that yeah. um there's so much negative um connections with that and especially for the people who i've seen use those that just never explain themselves and i know people can and you know who aren't obligated to but i feel like as a member of uh, the lgbt community you kind of represent that and you not that you need to but you're kind of a spokesperson for that yeah and for you to not explain yourself it just further confuses everyone and it just makes it feel like well just say you're confused say you're queer but i can't determine who's what you know i can't say on someone's behalf their identity i just personally wouldn't really i guess see that as a valid thing that's my personal yeah, um, my take on it is just like I, I don't I don't know what it is. I yeah. don't understand it at all. So essentially, it's just like I can't say anything on it. Yeah, like so that's as, that is about as, as far as I can go. Again, please someone education educate us on that topic. Yeah, if you use those pronouns, like explain it to us a little bit. Yeah. Uh, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> oh. Um. I was, I forgot to oh, I was gonna say one last thing about okay. the uh, she uh, her lesbian thing. I, at first, you know what I thought it was. You know how like um, now I don't want to say universally, but now um, you know referring to a gay man or anybody of that sort, you say she her like oh I love her like oh she. Oh no no, but that's I'm less of, that's less of like oh those are the pronouns that they use and they do that more of just like a like the way we use slang. Okay. Like, gay men will be like, oh, you know her for everybody. Yeah, that's why. Or for everything. Just because it's like. It was that. I it's just like a. It's yeah. kind of like using slang terms. I thought it was literally the opposite of like, oh, so now it's him for her. So I, that's what I assumed, but then I realized, no, that's actually um, their own identification. And it was like, oh, okay. That was just my only input for that. I thought it, yeah. was, I thought it was that. But at the same time, the people that do use those terms is like the people that is a little bit more feminine than the other masculine gays. Yeah. Yeah, but, but at the, the same, same time, time the, I feel like. No, wait, hold on. You finish what you're saying. No, I'm saying like the people that. Do, I'm saying, of course, as a slave, I'm saying that um, just in general, the more people that use that slang, it's more the people that are, in my opinion, like the, more feminine. In the feminine side of the gays. Well, like, when it comes to that, it's just, like, yes, it's more, like, effeminate gays, but at the same time, that's more of, like, um, like, it's a pop, it's a, just, like, a popular oh, thing yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, yeah, effeminate gays are going to be using it more often, but that's because they're deeper into that kind of culture. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's like I'm I'm pretty sure there's masculine gays who like do the same thing. I'm 100% sure there's probably mas more masculine gays who say the whole like she like you know her, you know how she is talking about like a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that's less because they quote unquote act more feminine and more along the lines of like a culture thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's about that's about all I had to say about that. Yeah, I was just saying that it's more because it's a more. I just see more feminine guys use it. I'm not oh, yeah, saying that sure. other people don't use it. Uh, I get you. Okay, we're gonna change the topic to sexual or sexual orientation. Ooh, all right. So, Brian, Brian, well, actually, off. do you guys want to start off with whether or not you're out? Oh yeah, Brian, are you out? Man. Mm -hmm. By now, everybody knows that they consider me as gay. Honestly, <laughs> I don't even know why. Really, a man if they don't think you're gay. Did actually, you your parents yet? yes, they already know about it. They already yeah. know when it's young. Um, honest, I saw a okay sidetrack real quick. I saw a TikTok. They're like, <laughs> it was very funny. They were like, um, if you call yourself a bisexual man, you're like. You're not, oh, you're like, you're not by curious, you're by yourself. Who knows that you're dying? That is tragic. Oh, okay, but back to the topic. I was like, um, yes, I'm out to my parents. Just my intermediate family, my external family. Not so much. They don't need to know my business. <laughs> they do not need to know my business. Yeah. I didn't even talk to them, so like, they don't need to know my business. Most of my close friends already know that I'm ready to buy. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, people on the street think I'm ready to gay. Just based by my voice. Brian, do you prefer women or men more? Oh. Okay, okay. By what circumstance? What do you mean by what circumstance? Like by attraction or by personality? No, in general. In general. Okay, both? I would still say both. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, duh, you're bi, but which do you, do you have a lean here? Do you lean more and more to one side or the other? Because there's some people who do that. Oh, and women. Okay. Because. Because women. No. You know women. You know women. No, because, I, of course, women are smarter than guys. I feel like I've learned <laughs> something from them. Yeah. But at the same time. Yeah. You know, men. Men are trash again. Let me bring that up again. Men are trash, but you know. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, personality-wise, woman. Attraction-wise, you already know what's attraction-wise. Ass men. Ass <laughs> bubble, but. <laughs> but thank you so much for your time. Yes. Okay. So, who wants to go next? Should I go? Yeah, you Never. should go. All right. Well, I said it earlier. I am pansexual. I am out to my parents. Yes. Uh, funny story about that. My coming out story. Look, we're gonna delve into this. I outed myself by accident. What? <laughs> I tell this to everybody, but it's like the way that I came out was literally by accident. Yeah. Like I, because here's the thing. I was in middle school and pretty recently found out that I was pansexual. Yeah. I had a crush on my friend. It was a good little time. Nice. And I remember my parents sitting me down in the car to talk to me. And I thought that they figured it out. 
because my dad at some point was just like, I know you hang out with all these gay people. Are you gay? And I was like, no, sis, what you talking about? <laughs> and he was just like, just so you know, if you are, I would totally accept you. So you should totally tell me. And I was like, sure, sis, why not? Yeah. Um, plot twist, he lied. Oh. <laughs> he lied. But I thought that they figured out that I was pan. I didn't know how. I thought maybe they noticed or something like that. And I thought I was going to have to come out in such like a whatever the fuck kind of way and it was like too late and I was gonna they were just gonna have to accept it um so I sat there in the car and I was like yes it's true I'm pansexual I do like girls and then my mom was like yeah that's not what we were talking about we were gonna talk about your search history on the internet and I was like oh, oh gosh so it was it was me in the backseat of the car being like Ooh, oh, well, there was we been do by your history. I mean, I was searching up dudes. Okay, like it was like it was none of it was like titties. Well, like I will I will admit there were times that was like not not on the internet. I'll be completely honest. I never really searched up titties on the internet. On the other hand, it's pretty suspicious that I would desperately hope to see a titty on American Pie. But we're not going to talk about that. But, like, I came out to my parents. They weren't accepting at first. And essentially where I sit at at the moment is that in my sophomore year of high school, I re-talked about it with my mom. My mom is super accepting, accepting of me. My aunt is super accepting of me. My stepdad knows. I don't know where he sits. But he hasn't hated me for it as far as I know. And my dad is not accepting at all. We've had a couple of arguments about it. I've had some pretty traumatic experiences because of it. Like it was freshman year was like of high school was a was a it was a dream. It was like essentially that like he started picking me up after school because he didn't want me hanging out with my friend oh my God. who he thought quote unquote had influenced me because how else are you gonna be uh, a gay? Yeah, you know what I mean, but. I, I like I like the mans and the women's. That's that's about as much as I can say. Beautiful, wonderful, enchanting. Oh, thank you. Um, I've had basically uh, such a long and terrible trail of my sexuality. Um, so I'm asexual. Ooh, and if you don't know what that means, um. It is the lack of sexual attraction. And it just basically means that my libido, I, um, well, first of all, I'm on the lower end of the spectrum. So I'm not like high, like, like super, like, the, the thought of sex and the mentioning sex is so grotesque and I'm, 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 I'm bloating up because I'm allergic. Um, <laughs> it's not that. It, it's, it's more of like, I do not crave it. I definitely don't need it. And my dream life with a wife in the future or husband would be to have separate beds, kiss only annually on the cheek, and we have many, many children that we made somehow. And that's my dream. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm probably gonna marry someone who's on the more religious aspect that's saving till marriage. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not abstinence where I'm saving it for anything, where it's like almost like a need to hold it in. Yeah. It's definitely more of like, 
Um, I don't find anyone sexually attractive. I don't want to have sex with people. That's, it's more of like, I have a, a high, like, sex drive in the sense where, like, um, the libido is there. The libido's there. There you go. You just don't want to do it with anybody else. Yeah, the libido's there. I just, the thought of sex is so discomforting and so gross <laughs> that it's like, ah, uh, no, it's not a, obviously, it's not a matter of like, well, I haven't met the right person or the little less. Because, um, in uh, the last couple of years, I felt like I've met the love of my life. And even then, um, I never wanted to do anything with that. And I, I think I've struggled with my asexuality uh, for years because um, I've just had such uh, a pattern of relationships that my partners were very sexual. Um, and I, I, always, I always felt like I was the problem because um, I was the problem because I didn't want anything. And I always feel like I'm the problem. The minute sex or anything sexual, the topic comes up, I'm done for. The partner, My partner is not going to like me because I'm not going to be into anything. And I always had to push myself to be a sexual person or pretend that I was enjoying something when I wasn't. And then when it was the time for like any, anything beyond that, because they felt, oh, okay, well, now you're actually liking this. I was like... And uh, no, you know what? You know what? Never mind. Never mind. And then I always, <laughs> she's like, in the moment, I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I, I can't. Um, okay, I'm going to pause you right there. We're going to save that topic for a relationship advice episode. No, but this isn't about my relationship. This is but about, you're also talking about, like, partners and stuff. I was like, no, like, I'm not talking about my partner. I'm talking about my asexuality in relationships. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is me. Since it's like sexual orientation. Yeah. Uh -oh. So, um, no, this isn't, this is separate from my, my partner. It's not going to give detail on my partners and like how that was because we'll talk about that. But, um, yeah, no, so growing up, I, I was like, oh, well, I just don't experience that stuff with partners who I've always, like, fell in love with each and every one of them. So wouldn't I have wanted to do that stuff? No. Um, but, yeah, up until recently, I think it was my last long-term relationship that it, I think I started doing some digging. Because how, how do I describe to someone asexuality if I didn't know there was a word for it? Yeah. So there was, um, there was a lot of uh, mental... Um, practices for me to understand that like hey you're ace idiot you're you're asexual hey, hey dumbass stupid hey don't push yourself to be something you're not for, for someone when you don't want that um and and then finally i came out as ace like how many years ago like two or three years ago and it, i felt so complete i felt so complete from it and i don't know i don't see myself doing any of that like maybe also because um like affection is just also like crazy for me like if anybody like holds my hand or anything like that it's so overwhelming that it's like that's practically sex <laughs> um and the and like talking about sex is like i never understood why when topics came up like that and, and uh like sex ed and stuff like that everybody was so awkward and everybody was so like oh this and this and said talking about sex is like talking about like how was your day at work you know, how was, how was, like, you know, that new frozen yogurt place? It's this so really funny to me, just because in my head, all yeah. I can imagine it, it's just like, hey, John, hey, Billy, how are you doing? Oh, doing's great. The vagina? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it's so casual <laughs> that, for me, it's like, I, there's no sexual context, context about it, so there's no need for me to be like, oh, I'm so nervous. Like, oh, my God. oh it's so hot in here. Um, 
that I, I simply don't understand sexual cues. Um, but I have such, it's such a crazy thing because uh, my libido and my sexuality are fighting all the time. And I have such a dirty mind that it's like, I know I'm ace, but my own, I guess like all the jokes brought up to me about like, um, haha, haha, dick, that I laugh at that. And it's so funny. And, That's more um, like a joke. Yeah, I, I guess it's just like, it's, it's really not, but I guess in my own head that like no one's ever suspects like, you're ace? Because I'm so perverted. But you make so many, you make so, so many, many of, sex the, jokes. of the sex. You make so many sex jokes, you're so flirty with almost everyone, and you're ace. And um, like even um, so you I mentioned knew, sex all the time. Yeah. Won't you just explode? There you go. So that's always been like a, I don't know. That's my character, but I'm also ace, and I feel like the irony of it. I also have a mutual between Brian and I, who um, is ace, and she like didn't believe me that I was ace when I was like, yeah, she's like, no, what? We all. I'll believe We it can't out. say the name, but uh, we'll say it afterwards. We'll, well, we'll believe it out, but. She Yes. Oopsie okay. Daisy. Okay, forty-seven minutes. Forty-seven minutes. In? All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, but yeah, so that so I'm ace. Ooh. I'm so happy about it. I'm so proud about it. And uh, I have a big giant flag in my room. Um, there's really no need for me to come out to my parents just because like that's weird. Mom, Dad, I don't want to have sex, and <gasps> half the time they don't believe me. That's fair. Like, half the time, whenever someone comes over, they're like, keep your door open because I'm worried about what you're doing. And I'm like, I told you. I'm not, and, and, you know. But they, at the same time, every time you have to, I go to your house, you're like, do you just think anything about penis and vagina? Yeah, because it's yeah. such a, like, it's funny. It's such a casual thing for me. It's nothing sexual. But for them, of course, it's like, oh, our, our son is talking about boobs again. Oh, oh God. No. Oh, no, we're going to have kids. Um. So, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, there you go. Brian's showing me a picture of me in the ace flag. Um, this was on Pride Day of 20. Yeah, but that's 18 or 19. me on being 18. ace. And then I'm not, the whole delving into my other sexuality of like who I actually like, um, I just say I'm bi. Let's just say that I will go in a spiral talking about everything. Because not that it ties back into gender, but um, to me, I've had such a struggle with um, knowing if I was straight or bisexual because. Uh, whenever I look at a guy, I think, do I want to be him or do I want to be with him? That's right. And it's such a conflicting thing in my head because I'm also ace, so I can't just say I want to look at him and have sex with him. It's more on the lines of just like, I kind of want him to be mine, but subtly. I think. It's, no, that's probably the wrong way to put it. But. No, no, no. Like, um, so there's no way of me like confirming it because anybody that's struggling with their sexuality, they're just like, well, do I want to have sex with this person or not? Like, yeah. do, does that person arouse me or not? But for me, not having that, so now I'm like, oh, I, I don't have that extra confirm button. So it's it's now just a matter of, well, I'm just gonna say I'm bi, and you know, just not label that because I I love labeling every little thing about me. So I'm trying to keep that under control, and I have, and now I just say I'm bi. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so it's 50 minutes in. What do you guys want to do? Do you, do you guys want to do something about? Sexual orientation, or y'all wanna? I think because we're at the end, and it seems like you guys are us. We're not have too much topics to talk about anyway. That's fair. Because so. I feel like when after that, it's just like, well, 
Well, uh, um, anyways, we can talk about it in another episode if we're getting more educated about it. Yeah, because I feel like after that, it's more along the lines of more about like relationship stuff. Yeah, and we're yeah. gonna that save that for the relationship. That into relationships and how. Yeah, yeah that gets into that. Okay. Wait for that. That's a that's a oh, later episode. That's beautiful. Okay, so we're gonna lead into a book segment yes. of the podcast. Ooh. Again, we are um. This is me and Dave. We're reading a book. I already read the, this book, but Dave is currently reading it. Yes. Um, it's called um, "But Words on the Bathroom Wall" by Julia Watson. It's an amazing book. Naomi is here commentating on the book. I have not read a single page. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna talk about it. Naomi's gonna comment about it. Yes. Um. So, what chapter are we in now, Brian? Top today, we're gonna talk about chapters one through four. Last week, we already talked about one through. One and two, but we're gonna recap it a bit. Um, next podcast, we try to do every four chapters, every podcast because chapters are very small in this book. Yeah, like significantly small. So we're gonna do every four chapters in um every podcast. Um, so next podcast, if anybody's reading this at the same time as we are, we just read us to chapter eight. And for next week, this week we're just doing chapter four. Um, on recap on chapter one and two, we are following a high school junior named Adam P. We do not know how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> he, he is 16 years old. He has early signs of schizophrenia. He is in a clinical trial of a new drug, uh, medical drug called, um, I think it's Zopax. Yeah. Zopax, Zopax. Right now, we are reading a journal format of him writing down in his like a little diary because he does not want to talk to his therapist like that or his doctor like that. So he's writing it in his journal and then just down the third. Um, his the first two chapters basically basically explain um his parents finding out. Uh, his dad is his biological dad is not in the picture. It's just with his mom and his stepdad. Paul. Yeah, and Paul. how his schizophrenia has affected those around him and how practically um, he thinks that they're afraid of him because of it. I guess like the ignorance of his condition. Yes. Um, for chapter three and four, he started a new high school. He went to a Catholic high school called St. Agatha. St. Agatha. Yes. That's amazing. Where he, I think now in this chapter, because I actually read ahead, he's introduced to two, two, um, two people, right? Ian. He, no. first name, for the first guy was Ian. Yes. The second, second one, the second guy was his, um, he had most classes with him. I, we forgot the name of him. Give us a second. I have to look for the name. Oh. I, no, is it Dwight? Yeah, Dwight. Dwight, 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 Dwight. The guy, second guy is Dwight. Then he also met a girl that named also Maya. helped him named Maya. So, first of all, uh, Ian is this asshole <laughs> in He's the a douchebag. He's a well-known douchebag. He's like a popular guy, but he's legitimately a douchebag. Because he's well-known because his family donates a lot of money to the school. Yeah. Um, then there's Dwight, and he's such a stereotypical nerd. Yeah, like, he talks a lot. He's he, so nervous. Uh, he's trying to make friends with new kids, so he seems cool. Yeah. But he talks a lot. Very nerdy. And then there's Maya. Maya. 
the love interest. Love interest of Adam. Um, but at the same time, we're, the for three and four is mainly explaining about the school. They have to like do a prayer at every time eleven o'clock. There's a nun in every single room. You get sent to the um, nurse's office if your shirt, uh, girl's skirt is too short. Yeah, it's the basic layout so, of basic a Catholic, Catholic school, school. Yes, and everybody's position in it. Have you guys been to a Catholic school before? No. Um, I have history of being in uh, Catholic Sunday schools. Sunday schools. Uh, those are fun. Those are great because I was very edgy and very, I mean, like extremely edgy, like, oh, God, like, oh, Jesus. And I made many friends through that. Oh, um, so not. Catholic school is very fun. I went to Catholic school for like two years. Hearing that description feels very just like, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. about it. Not necessarily there's, like, a nun in, like, every room, but, like, the principal of the school was a nun. A majority of the staff were nuns. The only people who were not nuns was, like, the teachers yeah. at most. It was the whole, like, uniform. Girls had to wear skirts. Girls wanted to wear their skirts shorter. And if you got in trouble for it, you were sent to the office. And every single day, we would have mass before class. I remember that. Nice. We would like line up and like go into the church, and then we would sit down and we would do a morning prayer, and that should last like an hour. Oh my god, good times, beautiful. Yeah. So, but back to the book. I, yes. What happened in the um? Remind me what happened in the fourth chapter because I, um in the fourth chapter I believe he is talking to. He was talking, first. He started talking about how the school. Was in uh, architecture digest. He's like, it's giving him very old vibes because it's been the first school, uh, I think, Catholic school in the state. This is or before first he's given an, um, an upgrade to his um, prescription. No, this is already uh, chapter four is when he's up the dose. Okay, so for people that's also not reading this, um, there, in the beginning of every chapter, there tells you about the dosage of what he's been taking with the drug. They just upgrade him to one mil uh, milligram. Yeah. Um. Before he was at zero point five, but now he's up a milligram. We also introduced him to what he sees. Uh, what his hallucinations were. Yeah. Uh, with um, Rep um, we have one girl oh, named Rebecca, and she's a mobster. Mo they call he calls it mobster, but he's oh. a normal girl just wearing the same outfit and stuff like that. I was about to say, just like, is she, is she like legitimately running a mafia ring or something? No, no like, but there is, I'm not, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, well, I'm not going to spoil it. Like later on, like chapter um, five and six, but it goes into description. It includes the mafia, let's just say that. Yeah, um, shit. He goes and talk about the, the symbolism behind each of his hallucinations. Yeah. Um, but, um, no, but, uh, what was it in chapter two or, or one or two chapter that uh, they introduced like that, that, Hallucination. Oh, that was in the first chapter yeah. when they were explaining why he's going to a new school, and then that was when he was in chemistry, and then he told his mom, I saw a huge bat. And it says this is why people thought he was scared of him. Yeah, so so far he's making new friends, and they're not aware that he has schizophrenia. And, uh, so far, I like the book. So far, it's cute. Um, like I, I mentioned this, but it reminds me of a much more calm and. Um, not an ass, <laughs> um, Holden Caulfield from uh, 
character, what was it? Catcher of the Rye. Well, I feel like the author is aiming for our age because he's around our age. Younger, of course, because he's a junior in high school. Yeah. Um, so the journal entries is more around our age. I really love that it's more like how we think as well. Yeah. I also love how, um, I'm trying to think of the, I don't know that name. What's I, the name? What's the name? Honestly. Yeah, I love how the author's writing style is about. Oh, I also think that Rebecca is also his emotional side. Because in chapter four, he also states that um, Rebecca was crying while his mom found out about his hallucinations. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I feel guilty now. Because I, I thought that Rebecca... Um, <laughs> I thought he wasn't like I was about to really ship Rebecca and him. His own hallucination. That's it. Rebecca says hallucinations. <laughs> Rebecca's one part of his hallucination. Because he was like, oh. You were supposed to ship him and Maya. No, because he talks about how, um, I forgot at what chapter, but he's like, oh yeah, no, I look to Rebecca and she gives you this weird face every time. And That's chapter four. Yeah, yeah. The so chapter like, four is explaining about Rebecca. And I was like, Rebecca, looking at Adam like that? Stop. Adam. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, a, yeah, like emotional side. So. I might have to disagree with that just because of a later chapter. But we'll, we'll go into that. But I. But is that about the look that you described it? Huh? Is it about the look that you described it? I just, I don't think it's his emotional um, thing. Cause I, just because Rebecca is so. I feel like that's more of like a comfort. Thing, not emotional. Yeah, because he like, sees Rebecca when he's nervous and when he's um, like in situation he doesn't like to be in, and she does something distracting or big to like get the mind, get his mind off of it. That's true. So I don't like. To, I don't want to say it's an emotional thing, but more of like, or like a nervous tick. Like a nervous tick. There you go. She comes out when it's a nervous thing. That's my. Okay, so that's our end of our book section. Yes. Again, read until chapter 8 for next podcast. We come at every Wednesday. We're trying to come out every Wednesday. Please follow our socials on Instagram and Twitter. Link is in the bio. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, we are also on also all listening platforms. We are we are sorry. Again, we are not on YouTube again. We're not YouTube yet. <laughs> we try to be on YouTube. We're just... Figuring out how to edit the video, visual with audio, this that, and the third, and we know we, we all know that last podcast we said that we'd be on YouTube, but we're not on YouTube yet. Yeah, we lied. We lied. Sorry. It was for promotion. Just <laughs> for promotional reasons. So, yeah, just follow us on our Instagram and Twitter. On our social link will be in the bio. Um, we're on all. We try to be on all listening platforms. As of now, we are. Breaker, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're trying to be on YouTube. We're trying to be on Social SoundCloud. And we're also trying to be on YouTube. Um, if you need, if you guys have any suggestions, please DM us. Please school us on the gender, specific gender topics that we ask for. Other than that, Thank you for listening to What a Waste podcast. We were we we we're, 
waste an hour of your time, so you don't, so you don't have to. Bye. Bye.